don't hesitate to reach out to someone if you need to talk because therapy works. Welcome back to How You Doing, the podcast about mental health and life's challenges. Here we want to normalize talking about the difficulties we face with our mental health and the challenging times we come across in life. I'm your host, Sophie Gabrielle, as always, and I'm here to ask you, how are you doing? So how are you doing? The weather is getting better, so our moods are, I hope, improving. Our bodies like stocking up on vitamin D, we're soaking in the sun rays, and life is beautiful. And this obviously depends on where you live, but I'm in France and the weather is gorgeous. Flowers are out, you know, trees are getting greener, nature is really thriving, and frankly, the general mood around us too. I love spring, it's the renewal of life, and it brings so many opportunities with it. I hope you also see it that way and are feeling good these days. If not, that's also okay. Feeling down is also a part of life and I hope to be able to bring you some positivity and allow you to free yourself to address whatever isn't going well in your life these days. Today's topic is anxiety and we're talking about anxiety because it's a very widespread disorder in our societies. 18% of the population in America is affected by an anxiety disorder every year according to the Anxiety and Depression Association of America. In France, that number actually goes up to 21%. So that's on average one in five people experiencing an anxiety disorder. Obviously that's not desirable, but anxiety disorders are the most common mental illness in the US. And What's terrible about it is that anxiety disorders are highly treatable, yet only about 35-40% of those suffering from an anxiety disorder actually get treatment, when treating it is relatively simple usually. So what are anxiety disorders? You should first of all know that anxiety is a normal emotion. It's your brain's way of reacting to stress and alerting you of potential danger ahead. Everyone feels anxious now and then. For example, you might worry when faced with a problem at work, you have an exam, or you have to make an important decision, investment, buying a house, you know, this sort of stuff, and it gives you an anxiety. Even <laughs> even less stressful tasks than that can give you anxiety. Occasional anxiety is totally okay, but anxiety disorders are different. They're a group of mental illnesses that cause constant and overwhelming anxiety and fear. The excessive anxiety can, you know, make you avoid work, school family get-togethers, social interaction altogether that might trigger or worsen your symptoms. But with treatment, many people with anxiety disorders can manage their feelings. There are several types of anxiety disorders. I'll just quickly run you through a few of them. So first, there's generalized anxiety disorder where you just feel excessive, unrealistic worry and tension with little or no reason. There's literally no cause for it. You just feel worried all the time. Then you have panic disorders where you feel a sudden intense fear and that brings on a panic attack. And during a panic attack, I don't know if any of you listeners have already had one, experienced one, 
but you may break out in a sweat, have chest pain, you know, have your heart pounding. Uh, sometimes you actually feel like you're choking or having a heart attack. Really not a pleasant experience from, you know, my experience. <laughs> I do not recommend it, but these are things that can happen and you learn to deal with them. Social anxiety disorder, which can also be called social phobia, is when you feel so overwhelmed and worried and self-conscious about everyday social situations. You obsessively worry about others judging you or being embarrassed or ridiculed. Honestly, I feel like everyone had that in high school and maybe even after, but this can I mean, obviously, this can be super debilitating in your everyday life to get a job to just live, essentially, even if you, if you get them. Imagine just going to the supermarket. This can be a real, a real handicap. Next, you have specific phobias, you know, where you're afraid of a specific object or situation, like heights, flying. But it's not just being afraid of them. It's the fear actually goes beyond what's appropriate and actually may cause you to avoid ordinary situations. So this is when you are able to diagnose a phobia. Then you might have separation anxiety, which we see in little kids, but it also happens um, in adults, where you feel scared and anxious when a loved one leaves. Anyone can get separation anxiety, by the way. If you do, you'll feel very anxious or fearful when a person you're close with leaves your sight. You'll always worry that something bad may happen to your loved one. And then you have some anxiety that can be induced by medication. You also have selective mutism, which you, you've probably seen young kids do this. Like, they'll interact normally with their parents and brothers, sisters. But once they get to school, they just can't deal with it and they don't speak. I remember this girl when I was 12. We were entering, uh, I guess what you would call middle school. Not too sure. And she... I mean, she couldn't talk at all and she was crying and I mean, for a whole week, we never heard a voice. But then eventually you can get over that. I've given you a few examples of what anxiety disorders can be. They're obviously symptoms associated to them. So the main symptom is excessive fear or worry. Anxiety disorders can make it hard to breathe, sleep, stay still, concentrate. The specific symptoms depend on the type of anxiety disorder that we have. But the most important symptoms are fear, uneasiness, feelings of panic, doom, danger, you know, sleeping problems, massive, massive tell, not being able to stay calm and still. So, you know, you might be sitting and your leg just is restless or you bite your fingers, you are constantly jingling. I mean, it's, it can be, it can be a lot. Like those obviously markers of uh, some sort of anxiety or stress that you're experiencing. You can get cold, sweaty, numb, tingling hands or feet, shortness of breath as during a, a panic attack, heart palpitations too, dry mouth. You might also experience nausea, tense muscles, dizziness, think about a problem over and over again and being unable to stop and making it that you're unable to concentrate on anything else. So those are a few symptoms of anxiety disorders, which obviously <laughs> don't sound very nice and they aren't. So just bear in mind that these are completely normal to feel um, if you have an anxiety disorders and they can be addressed relatively easily. So what can really cause those anxiety disorders? Well, there's a mix of theories where, you know, your genetics come into play, anxiety can run in families, your brain chemistry, also environmental stress. So 
stressful events that you might have lived through or seen can lead to anxiety disorders such as, you know, childhood abuse and neglect, the death of someone that you know, or being attacked or seeing violence, these kind of things. Having another mental health disorder like depression can also raise your risk of anxiety disorders. Um, trauma, as I said, can increase the risk of anxiety, negative life events, and severe illness or chronic health conditions can have an impact on whether you're affected by anxiety or not. And low self-esteem. Negative perceptions about yourself can lead to social anxiety disorder. So beware of that and always have a high esteem of yourself. You know, don't become a narcissist, but at the same time, just believe in yourself and your your self-worth. So how can anxiety disorders be treated? Well, there are several ways to treat anxiety disorders and the first one is medication. So there are several types of drugs that you can use to treat anxiety disorders. You should talk to your doctor uh, or psychiatrist before you take anything, you know, discuss the pros and cons of each medication, but they can really help. I use them myself and and they can really alleviate a weight that's been on your shoulders, really, and help you focus on getting better. The other treatment that you can do that also goes hand in hand with medication is psychotherapy. So this is a type of, if you don't know what psychotherapy is, but I mean, it's very widespread now, so you probably do know. Uh, it's just a type of counseling that helps you learn how your emotions affect uh, your behavior, essentially. It's also called talk therapy or just therapy uh, period. <laughs> That's where a trained mental health specialist listens and talks to you about your thoughts and feelings and suggests, you know, ways to understand and manage your anxiety disorder. The most commonly used method from my understanding um, in psychotherapy is cognitive behavioral therapy. And this is a common type of psychotherapy that teaches you how to turn negative or panic causes thoughts and behaviors into positive ones. So you'll learn how to approach and manage fearful situations without anxiety. And I've been through this and it it works incredibly well. So don't hesitate to reach out to someone if you need to talk because therapy works. So yeah, <laughs> that's it. Um, but how can you, on a more just individual level, manage your anxiety? First of all, learn about your disorder because the more you know, the better prepared you will be to manage symptoms and, you know, the roadblocks that you'll have on the way. Don't be afraid to ask your doctor any questions that you might have. You, you know, you are a key part of your healthcare team. So you are the one that can make yourself better. Stick to your treatment plan. Try to cut down foods and drinks that have caffeine, like, you know, obviously coffee, but tea, Coca-Cola, you know, energy drinks, sodas, chocolate. Caffeine is a mood-altering drug and it may make symptoms of anxiety disorders worse. Do not use alcohol and drugs. I don't know if I should tell you that, but, you know, substance abuse does increase your risk of having anxiety disorders and alcohol is a depressant, so that will just worsen your condition. Um, just, you know, try to live the typical healthy life where you eat right and you exercise. As stereotypical as it sounds, it does work. Eating right and exercising does make your mental health better and get better sleep. Learn to relax by doing meditation, for example. Guided meditation with headspace, 
uh, or petit bambou. Keep a journal too. That is a great way to track your feelings and get them out there. I know that writing out whatever was going through my mind and making me anxious really helped and also helped me manage my negative thoughts. So that's an important part of uh, of, of um, anxiety management. Talking about negative thoughts, uh, try to manage them. Thinking positive thoughts instead of worrisome ones can actually help reduce anxiety. It can be challenging at first, but try to see the brighter side and everything and not be overly negative. Negativity brings negativity. And I know thinking more positively has absolutely changed my life. Also, don't neglect your social circles. Get together with friends, whether, you know, it's in person or on the phone or, you know, uh, FaceTiming, whatever. It really, really helps to thrive and stay healthy because people who have a close group of friends that support and chat with them have lower levels of social anxiety. And finally, ask for support. Some people find it helpful and uplifting to talk to others who are experiencing the same symptoms and emotions. So self-help or support groups let you share your concerns and achievements with others who are in the same situation as you or have been there. This is such a great way to take the weight off of your heart, take the weight off of what you're living through off your shoulders and help you live a nicer, easier life. So altogether, it can be challenging and frustrating to live with an anxiety disorder. The constant worry and fear can make us feel tired and scared. If you've talked to a doctor about your symptoms, then you've taken the first step towards letting go of the worry. But really, it's admitting to yourself that you might have an issue and that you need to talk to someone. That's the biggest step to take. It can take some time to find the right treatment that works for you. That's fine. For most people with anxiety disorders, a combination, you know, of medicine and counseling is best. That's what worked for me. Um, But really, what you should keep in mind is that with proper care and treatment, you can learn how to manage your symptoms and thrive. So anxiety is a vast topic and can be spoken about even more extensively. But I want to keep it, you know, relatively short and just have this episode be a reference for those of you out there who don't necessarily know what anxiety is and for the new listeners who are curious. Um, But as with, you know, my previous episode about mental health and depression, I think it's important to just be on the same page to know what we're talking about when we talk about anxiety, depression, mental health, and mental illness. So I hope this was insightful and that you learned something or found some support hearing this episode. In the next episode, we'll talk about the way COVID and the restrictions we've been subjected to for over a year now have impacted our mental health, our outlook on life, our motivation, happiness, etc. Spoiler alert, our mental health has been declining, but I mean, I, I don't think you'll find that surprising. So we'll talk about that and the stresses that the NHS is going through, the French system is going through, and I'm talking specifically about you know, mental health services, essentially. So that's what we have planned for next episode. Please don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram account, How You Doing Podcast. Don't hesitate to drop me a DM or email if there are topics you would like addressed on the show or have general questions or comments. As always, I'll put some links to resources you can access to get information and help if need be in the description box. And don't forget to check in on yourself and those around you. Have a great day and talk to you soon. Bye.